So what is this? Uh, empty pipe. Well, that's, oh, that's duct tape. Oh, okay. Yeah. So duct tape, twenty percent, freshly tested, just harvested. Yes, sir. Duct tape. Close <laughs> the North Farms, twenty percent, twenty point four THC. Yep. Any highlights? Um, Gorilla Glue, you said. Dozy it's uh, Gorilla Glue crossed with Dozy Dough, which is a could be wrong, but I think it's a platinum cut. But I know it's Dozy Dough. It's Girl Scout Fino cut. Nice. Uh, Anything with the Gorilla Glue is going to work out good. Yeah, it's always been a favorite of people. And where are people going to find this? Because we're going to smoke this tonight, Victor, Chris, and I. So where are they going? Where can people find this? People can find this at. Um, Alaskan Blooms over there. Awesome. Alaskan Blooms? Yes. yes. Eight to midnight every night. Every I, think day. My, I think my friend Jamie works at night over there. Oh, Jamie Wright? Yes. He wants to be on the show. He does? Yeah. Oh, guest bud tender, Jamie Wright. Yeah, right on. We're going to take a little try of this, and uh, tonight we're going to really have some fun with it I, with Victor and Chris. Oh, man. So oh, thanks cool. for uh, bringing this strain to our conversation tonight. We'll that's see how cool. it affects things. That's cool. I can't wait to hear this podcast when it comes out. Thanks, sir. Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 156, October 20th, 2019, with your host, Mint Toker. And I'm going to be joined here in the studio by Chris Ray and Victor Manuel Dionandez going to record this early because we're going to be sitting here. It is almost six o'clock. I'm normally about done and ready to upload now, but that is not going to be the case today. So I'm recording here, so I don't have to do it when I get home. They're going to be here any minute. I'm excited. Smoke some Warner Brothers Northern Lights. Calm things down. There's going to be some blunt smoke, guys. All right, here they go. Come on down to Alaskan Blooms for the finest cannabis in Fairbanks. We've got deals going all week to show our appreciation for our wonderful customers. Sunday Fun Day is the perfect day to try out our wide selection of CBD products. Purchase any CBD product and save 5%. On Munchy Monday, we'll be offering up to 15% off on our baked Alaska edibles, as well as 15% off any non-infused snacks. Turpy Tuesday is the perfect day to savor the flavor and save 5 bucks on all refined products. Make sure to check out our baller jars made from our own bubblegum kush. Spread the love on Wednesday and get Red Run Almond Butter for just $18. That's an amazing deal for 50 milligrams of THC. Feeling parched? On Thirsty Thursday, buy two or more Red Run hash aids for just $18 each. On Fire Eater Friday, any product made by Fire Eater is 10% off. Whether it's marshmallows, hard candy, or soda, there's something there to take care of that sweet tooth. And finally, swing on by on Shatterday and save big on seven grand baller slabs of fireweed extracts shatter made from our very own Kimbo Kush and Super Skunk strains. We're taking 10% off all shatter all day. 8 a.m. to midnight, 2443 R Villa Street, Fairbanks, AlaskanBlooms.com. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Welcome to Far North Tokers. Chris Ray, Victor. Victor, you got a long last name, Emily. I understand in Mexico they do like you think that my Diaz Hernandez Diaz is my dad's name. Like everybody just take their dad's last name here in the states, right? Over there they take the dad's, and then the Hernandez is my mom's last name. So that's what well, what's do the it. middle one, Manuel? Is that just middle name? That's just my middle name. Yeah. 
So you got I when I introduce you, it's got to be Victor De Hernandez. Diaz Hernandez. Diaz Hernandez. Or Victor Diaz. That's cool too. No, you got to get the whole thing, man. <laughs> right? I mean, that's your name. You got to get the whole thing. Wow, that was big. We got sponsored by Frozen North Farms. Is these guys um, just bring out their own satchels and just throw it down? Nice. Which we were just talking about house. you over at AFN. Just yeah. and we were talking about the idea of. At the end of the day, after a busy day, are you happy that it's done? Or you just, we should keep, as as the entrepreneur, and you know that the line just keeps coming and coming and coming. I think uh, I'm happy that it's that I sold what I expected to sell. Like he was saying, a lot of a lot of uh, guys that I talk to, you know, different friends of mine. That my friend Nick from Between the Barns, he says when he sells out, is he he just thinks about how much more he could have sold. So that kind of gets you, you know, like I get a, I get him, but at the same time, after you, you said what you expected, it's like, eh, I don't know. Parents owned a video store where they would rent, rent movies way before Blockbuster. When I would work the shop, if it was closing at eight o'clock at 7.50, I'd be like, all right, it's time to close. Close it up. But we would be out in the parking lot at 8.30 if my dad and I were working. Dad would open up that store if someone pulled into the parking lot. We'd open up the store all back up again just to rent $5 of movies. And just the difference between the owner and the son who really didn't care at that time. Yeah. 16, 17, like, all right, it's time to close. That's how my, my 17-year-old is. Oh, okay. He's going to turn out the fryers <laughs> right at 6, like 10 minutes before closing. I get like more like we can weigh that extra, you know. So you're feeling it. You feel it like from the opposite end. You're like my dad. Well, I just know that it's like... You gotta piss somebody off if they show up at eight oh one and you're done. Yeah, you know they'll get angry at you. I used to hate being a waiter, and when you would very passionate, I feel you, man. Then they won't come back. They couldn't get it that one time. When you finally make the decision of where to go to eat, there's so many places to eat. You can tell me that. And you finally make a decision. Okay, here's where we're going: Alaska Cheesesteak Company. And you go there and you can't get. it. You're like, ah. All right, let's go somewhere else. Now, I made people mad before like that when I, we sold out, but that's, I can't do nothing about that. You can yeah. snap your fingers and make food appear. That's, that's normally a busy tell. day. That's when they can tell when their parents give them everything they wanted all the time. You know, Ooh. because they get they don't get that cheese steak one time, and you're like, man, you're really that mad for us. Really? You see that? I don't know. To me, sometimes it seems like you always give your kids what they want. When they get a no, it's like the end of their like, fucking life. It seems like sometimes people always feel like they're owed something. Like yeah, it's, like it's your fault that you sold out. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I just sold like, a ton of cheesecakes. <laughs> now, if I see somebody that shows up and he's like, oh, man, I want it so bad, but they got a like, you know, cool attitude about it, I might even give them a free cheesecake for next time they stop by. You know, I've done that before. You know, you showed up and we're like sold out, but you're like, you know, you got some good vibes. I'm like, all right, I'll hook it up next time. Do they ever get other food or they just leave because they didn't get their cheesecake? Uh, usually, man. You want something? No, right? Yeah. That's exactly what you get. Know. Yeah, you get your mindset. That's what I'm saying. We ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> you got some green crack here. That's what I'm growing. Nice. I got blueberry too. That's exotic. Got a red grass station. Final blood. Yeah, say it. Do it up, man. So what? You're you're leaving grass station. You yeah. were with them for from the beginning. No, no. Real close. I started in like June or July. It was 20, 2017. Oh, that's right. You shoot Apocalypse for a while. I yeah. kind of forget that. I started Apocalypse in August of 2016. But there in April of 2017, I went to Grass Station. I met at Grass Station restaurants. You growing there? Where? Right. Grass? There's no grass Station. Oh, yeah. It's just retail stores. 
So I just uh, help oversee and manage all the all the retails and purchase the product. What are you heading into? Same same role, just for a single retail that has a cultivation attached to it. Ah, okay. Do they take other products from outside also? Yeah, we will. So this is just a brand new opening store? Yeah, yeah. It's What's that? What's going on with that yeah. one? What is that um, one? It's called the Treehouse. Ah, cool. uh, it's an anchorage. It's uh, with Josh Boots. Uh, he runs uh, the fire supply, the cultivation. Oh, nice. But uh, they sell some weed to, I want to say, Green Life and Hiking Weed right now. Out here in Fairbanks. He grows some lemon meringue, some pineapple cake, big smooth. I think he's going to do some Sunday driver. Whoa, oh, man. Yeah. Big okay. Smooth is a nice one. That's a standout. Chena Cannabis has that. Yeah, if you go already, it hits. But uh, it should be fun, man. It should be fun. Is it just you, since it's a smaller operation? Um, no, we've got a team of... Uh, right now, it's him and his, like, his original partner. And then he's got one guy that he brought in that kind of he knows and trusts and then brought me on. And then we've got two more people that we just brought on. So we're kind of excited about that. So we slowly put together everything, one person at a time. But uh, we're looking kind of to open up in mm. December. So oh, nice December. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll get down there in November and go from there. Uh, I try to hit that Christmas rush, huh? Try to take advantage of that big season before yeah. slow time. Well, you got the we grow our own stuff down there, so. Um, a lot of product to move, and if you can get rid of a lot of product right before the holiday season, right before the new year, then why not? And then isn't there a big issue with taxation too? Right before the new year, yeah. The thirty first is when tax. What happens starts. with that? What can you explain there? Oh, I'm not entirely sure. Okay, yeah. but there's something about that, right? People don't buy product because they don't want to have it in their inventory to be taxed on. Is that oh, what it ends up? Okay, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So all the inventory that's left, like let's say we have a hundred pre rolls and six pounds and. 30 units of concentrates left, we get taxed on all of that because it's left in our inventory. As to where, like, if we sell it and we don't have it in our inventory, we're not getting taxed on it. We're not paying as much. So a lot of big sales happening right around then just to clear out inventory. I wonder if cultivations feel it that way too. Not not having things being bought. They do because they try to sell it off. Okay. They they try to push it for all it is. They want to empty out their inventory just like we do, so... Oh, okay. It's like a season Same all, like, wants to get stuck with the inventory uh, to pay on it, so. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> I kind of, I help Pakalo get things going over there. Oh, really? You're going to go back to Pakalo? No, I said I did help. Oh, right, yeah. yeah no, no, I'm not. Oh, no. Right, right, right. I mean, <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> no. Um, help got them uh, up and going over there with the retail side and they kind of went over to grass station helped them up and get things going a little bit more refined um, and then now going off to Anchorage I think I can kind of do the same thing do you feel like a pro? I wouldn't say that no there's there's always more things to learn more more uh, tricks to the trade that can always be picked up well that would be an expert or something but a pro I mean you're, you're going like, down like you know what you're doing you've yeah, been doing I mean, it for I'm, years I'm confident in what I do yeah you could say that yeah do you feel like you're going to get more of your ideas out? As far as? Anything. Like just how to run things. Oh, no. I mean, that's kind of why he's bringing me on down there to kind of give him the, to, to show him the way, show him how to do things, show him how to lay things out, how to run things. Yeah, you've seen it? Um, I've seen it. I've done it. And hopefully it can help. So the owner over there wants you to do that part of it. Mm-hmm. 
So like I'm I do an all expert the, to me. Hello. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore located in downtown Fairbanks. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore located downtown Fairbanks provides families, people, and pets with a wide variety of products from Mother Nature. We carry brands like Renew, Green Roads, Creating Better Days, CBD Plus Oil, and Select. Aurora Apothecary, 2nd Avenue Fairbanks, Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., 456 that's 456-4367. Aurora Apothecary, your CBD superstore for pets and people. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. I know. Getting paid to uh, for your knowledge. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I just, thankfully, I, so I didn't go to college. I went to a year of college and just like, it wasn't for me. I just started working retail right out the gate, and look, I was lucky enough to fall into a manager position like nine months into working retail, just because I would you saw I was really good at what I was doing. The guy in front of me got fired for doing some stuff he shouldn't be doing. I just kind of picked up and ran with it from there. There you go. I'm just kind of been plucking away and going ever since. But yeah, learned a lot of things along the way. Retail's retail's a fun monster. People complain about working the register for, you know, a year or two years, but I mean, I still work register every now and again, but coming up through the ranks of retail, I worked register for, you know, four or five, five and a half years before I finally got to, you know, have the cool job or I guess you could say that or whatever, but there's still a lot of stress. To it. <laughs> what do they, um, <clears throat> what do they not like about running a cash register? Just the monotony of it? Oh, no, I mean, it's just like, they're, they're just the entry of, level. Uh, there just comes a certain point in time where you get tired of, you know, dealing with the everyday, you know, angry customer. All right. You're the face. That kind of, that kind of wears and tears on a, on a soul, you know, right. when you're working 40 hours a week and you're, you're barely making it, scrapping, scrapping by to pay your bills and, yeah. you, know. you see those guys working at like the package goods stores and hooked on a Safeway. Yeah. Selling alcohol. Yeah, I mean, maybe not a long time. They're run down. <laughs> think about anyone who works any sort of a cash register. I mean, after a while, you get kind of just kind of get tired of it. But at the same time, some people love it. <laughs> happy to see you every single day. Right? Yeah, if you can find those individuals, those are keepers, man. Yeah, those are definitely keepers. Like me, I, I love going up front and selling to the people every now and again and popping in the back. But not everyone has that luxury to do that because I'm people sure people still they, excited, huh? People still excited coming and buying weed? Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, I, I don't think that'll ever go away. I mean, I always think you'll have your enthusiasts or your, uh, your connoisseurs so always love coming in and talking about it. Um, it's definitely not like it first was. Oh. Oh. There's got to be a lot of tourists coming in, too. Do you have people asking at the cheesesteak place where, to, where they can find weed? Legal weed? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, that. I don't know why they get that impression. <laughs> From the Alaska Cheesesteak Company, Victor. I want to welcome everyone to the Alaska Cheesesteak Company's Tiki Truck. I want to thank all our customers for making the Alaska Cheesesteak Company the best sandwich in town. Best sandwich in town. In the Daily News Miners Reader's Choice Award. 
What makes our cheesesteak special? Fresh ingredients every day, we cut everything fresh. Our most popular sandwich is the pineapple teriyaki cheesesteak, bacon, onions, mushrooms, sweet bell peppers, and pineapples. Saute together and grill with shredded cheese on top. It's our own version of what a Philly cheesesteak island vibes. We went back to our roots. We're more of a food truck type of vibes. All our focus is really on the food. Fresh cheesesteaks. Big thanks from us, my family, and the ticket crew for supporting your local business. Fresh cheesesteaks. That's the Alaska Cheesesteak Company. Mobile tiki truck bouncing around locations. Alaska Cheesesteak Company. Fresh steaks, island style. Right? Why not? <laughs> but yeah. I think the regular music or something, but where do you send them? Well, you you get yeah, it from the you, tourists. Like you get it from the tourists. Well, I I, <laughs> I usually like send them. I send them to uh, Alaskan Blooms. I send them to the gas station. He's like, whoever let me park my truck in front. Actually, I send them what I'll ask them what area are they at, and I'll you know find them one in that area. That's yeah. what I usually start off at. Yeah. If they're yeah, downtown, it's just becoming the neighborhood. So. Well, you know. So if someone wants to drive 30 minutes, they can drive 5 to 10 minutes to get something just as good, if not better. Right. Wouldn't that... I always thought about that, about when they first started, how the first shops had to go and be out in these industrial areas. Mm-hmm. And now the new shops come and the shops, like, right next to your house and mm-hmm. shit. It's like, damn, I'm going to suck where those guys are too. Like the first ones? Yeah. I have to go out so far. Yeah. And now that everyone's kind of In loosened town. up about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're going to march them whatever, whatever area they're, you know, close to. Yeah, retail's a fun little monster. That's for sure. It's fun when you get those rushes like he was talking about. Where the line's just going and going and going. You're just moving full pace or, you know, solid hour, hour and a half. Next thing you know, it like it's 7, 7 p.m. Last time you checked the clock, it was 5. Like, holy cow, where did the time go? That was your PFD sale? Oh, no, I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying the PFD sale probably oh, is the, the entire day for PFDs were, were busy. I mean, you know, that people deposit hits at midnight and people are expended. So we open at 8 a.m. Yeah. People were in there, waiting, waiting to get in there, see what kind of sales we had. So yeah, we did pretty good PFD, PFD day. That's nuts. Did you? Did you notice a bump? Yeah, it's crazy because I sell fucking cheese things, you know, and it's like, but it's just that extra money that someone can say, man, I can, what, what happened I had in a while that I can finally go get today? Yeah. Say, like, damn, you know, let me go treat myself to a cheese steak. I haven't had one of those in a while. Let me go grab a cheese steak and a quarter ounce. Like, mm-hmm, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, instead of buying all those grams. I used to hate the idea of only being on, like, selling grams. When I was packaging it, I hated selling grams and doing that. Man, I, try I love buying grams. I love trying all the different times. Yeah. Same here, but I don't like coming back and buying another 60 bag of one. Yes, yes. One 60 bag of the first time. So I'm kind of in that sink or swim mentality where I'm just going to go ahead and dive into the big bag and, well, and live with it for a yeah, week. If it's trash, it's trash. I'm going to go ahead and you know, either give it to somebody or smoke it up. And, or at least I get more, uh, more value. <laughs> Especially when it's uh, flour so expensive still at the yeah. retail market. You think it is? I mean, yeah. I'm sure you can find ounces on the black market for super cheap. Like, what's an ounce cost on the black market? One fifty. Yeah. So I mean, if I can only sell 
half ounces on the regular for 150 to 200 something on the reg market. And they can sell ounces for 150. I mean, that's a no brainer. As far as like trying to value buying, save right? Money. If you already if you already had that um, that avenue open, mm-hmm. like if you were already buying from that person, but of course if you don't know anyone and like the convenience, like there's obviously a fee for that. Yeah, so like it's understandable, but. I feel like that's what some people forget about retail. Like, there's a convenience that kind of goes into that. So you don't have to wait for your dealer to hit you up 30 minutes later or 45 minutes later. You can go to the store because you know they're open up at midnight. And it's just quick. Two minutes. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah, you walk in, throw your cash down, you're out, you've got weed. Yeah. There's no conversation. You're not hanging out for two hours. Like, I mean, you could if you wanted to. Watching your friend's kid run across the your company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think things are going to change with on-site consumption? Like Not really, just because I have a head of set up. Like, so I, I, the only way it's going to be successful is if you can, like, pull together four or five friends and you all go in and buy a gram, because you can only buy and consume a gram for on-site consumption. Each person? Yeah. So if we all go and we can all get a gram, and have right. five grams, we can make that go, you know, an hour. Well, let's have five, five. Yeah. Yeah, five joints, five blunts, whatever. We can go an hour on that. I think it's good for tourists. Yeah, that too. That's stop it, know, because me, like, I don't know. But at what point? So it's like, uh, like you said, if someone comes back and their eyes are red, like you automatically got to shut them down. They can't come in because really, you think it's gonna be like that? It's gonna have to be. Why? Because they've already consumed. How can you prove it though? It's like when you go to Hoodoo, you have a cheap girl on it, right? You go in, you get your two beers. You can't go back there more, <laughs> right? Because you're already you've already had what you could have for your daily limit. Okay. It's like when someone comes in to buy an ounce for a day, they can't come back in and buy another ounce. You think that's going to open up the world to um, a lot more traveling between different places? Yeah, I just think it's a hard thing to regulate because now you're going to have someone who goes from here to the next spot. They get to the next spot. They're going to have super red eyes. They're going to reek of burnt joints or you know, smelling marijuana. Now you left them in your place and something happens. Well, comes to find out they're already high when they got there. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's messy. It is. It's messy and they're, like it's it's high risk for low reward. It is very low reward. The only way you're going to get a lot of reward off of it is if you can get the consumer to sit there for two hours minimum. And you're and not allowed to do all the other stuff with if, it. If you can serve them food, if you can get them in to play video games or to have you know arcade games or Movies, movies, or do some sort of a special theme every single day to get someone to sit there for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. So sign you with it, because I'm gonna go on with smoke my gram, ten, fifteen minutes. In the, you think yeah. the grams are gonna be more expensive than the on site? Oh, they're gonna have to be, right? Yeah, like just like at the bar. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah. Bar, yeah. compared to going in a package goods, yeah, right. buying a bottle or buying a shot. So. I don't know, like you said, it's going to be great for tourists, but like for your everyday person who lives in Alaska, who's a resident, I don't think For your smoker, yeah, I don't think it, for a smoker, it won't be. It'll lose the novelty really quick. No one like, honestly, if I were someone in Fairbanks who didn't have a place to smoke, like I lived in an apartment complex and I didn't have a place to go, I would, I would rather go into the shop and be like, hey, do you guys know anyone who I can share this age with? <laughs> Like, yeah. are any of you guys option? Like, I would love to smoke this. I'm just looking for someone somewhere to smoke. Yeah, that is What's crazy that? about renters. The idea that, uh, do you rent or do you own your house? I own my house. 
we as property owners, I own my house too, and the idea that we we have more rights to smoke pot than he does because he's not allowed to smoke in his yeah, rental place. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I guess it makes sense, right? If you have a house and you don't want someone to smoke in it, you're going to put that rule on there. I think that's a market for people to start opening up, like little apartment buildings that allow smoking in them. And that could be attractive for somebody having a apartment hey. complex with his weed. I'll tell you, I got friendly. some free ideas I can give out. Yeah, so just like that. 420 Airbnbs. Like. Yeah. Let me find a 420 friendly landlord. Sign me up. I let me pay an extra fifty bucks to a hundred dollars a month on top of my rent to make you like feel comfortable with me smoking weed in my house. Like, yeah. give stoners a comfortable place to like enjoy themselves. It's got to come. It's it's, it's a conversation that hasn't happened yet because I don't think a lot of probably property owners are necessarily like. Are you gonna if you put I can't smoke <laughs> marijuana in, in your house or your rental under the lease? How are you gonna put like? That's like someone saying, okay, well, you can't smoke, I mean, you can't drink alcohol. Yeah, they don't do, they took vapes off. You can't, you can't smoke vapes and uh, you can't smoke it. I, that, it's, that's what it says. It's crazy. It's right in that, when I was reading that, uh, where it says you can't smoke marijuana, <laughs> vapes, cigarettes. Like, I mean, cigarettes, I understand, they leave stench. Tobacco, <laughs> I understand, they leave stench. Right, but vaping. But vaping? Yeah. And dabbing? I can understand dabbing. There's a torch involved. Safeties, safeties. Like I, I, I get some things to some sense. Like I'm, I'm very reasonable. But you see those YouTube bloopers of the torches? <laughs> I saw yours. My shower blew up. All those camping torches. No, just for dabbing. Yeah, yeah. The one that rape. What brand is that? I forgot. Uh, oh, the blazer. Yeah, one of the big torches. Yeah. Big shots. And I think it's just like I put too much in it because as soon as it start running low, it start coming out normal. So the first one was and then it just emptied. Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah, I just think I went at it for too long. <laughs> Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop, and there's no doubt as to why. High quality American-made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting with competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm gonna let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're gonna find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red, Lyrical Sticker. You put so much content out there. You hit record on so many things. It's awesome. I don't know. I get that ripped, I guess. Were you like that as a kid? Like, did you record yourself or like into the microphone or anything or have a video cam record or anything? No. No? We didn't have that technology, remember? I don't know. You might have some. some well, actually, like and then add another 10 years because I was in Mexico when I was a little kid. So then it was like, <laughs> that's more my, my side. 
what having a the technology and the cameras. You were making all kinds of things stuff, like that. Superboard videos. Yeah, my dad had us doing all kinds of videos, making stupid, trying to do SNL videos and stuff, trying to have us make stuff. Your dad was trying to get rich. Well, not that. Not well. He had that video, <laughs> that video business. He had to come up. He's like, "Man, we're gonna make our own SNL." Hell yeah! Put my kids in it. Yeah, you guys are funnier, <laughs> much funnier. Plus, I'm sure they're they're fun to watch years down the road, stuff like that. So. Oh yeah. Is it just is it just all marketing then? Why do you share so much of your life when you're um, like in your cheesesteak? Is it just the social media life? I don't know. I just I'm like telling you, I'm like I notice I notice that if people like you, they do business with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can relate to you, they're more likely to come. So it used to be like. I don't know, like when I first started in that social media, I started posting like a lot of, like, what I will say, like stuff in the news or political stuff. Not my views, but stuff that was going wrong and stuff like that. And I noticed, like, how many people, like, either blocked me or, like, how we got into shit like that. And I once I started putting stuff that it wasn't as, you know, like, just funny shit, really, like. Some light mood. Yeah, some uh, lighter mood type of stuff. It helped me. I don't know. I'm not faking who I am. It's straight up who I am, but I noticed that. You're showing you know, a different side. Yeah. Well, you're not causing trouble. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, I'm torn between that, about putting out things and just, uh, or not. And sometimes I do have a lot of time in my phone. <laughs> oh, and just entertaining yourself? Making cheesesteaks, showing how it's done. Well, you know, after a few years like that stuff, the truck kind of rot, runs itself, you know, so you had a lot of time to what you get hang out with my dogs and shit. What? So once you get the routine down. Yeah. Like right now, my routine for Sunday is going to clean up all those fryers and all that. <laughs> you got to go and do that after this. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't work as much as I used to when I first started it, for sure. So when I first started, I used work to work. Work smarter now? Or do you just, have other people doing it? It wasn't busy, so it was just me, so I do everything. You know? So it'll be like 14-hour days or 12-hour days or whatever. And now it's, you know, pretty decent pace. But you got to make more money to have employees come on, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good. Yeah, and that's another one why I don't work as much because I have this girl that helps us here that she, she pretty much she can do everything in there. But uh, to not lose her, I got to keep her busy, you know, so that's why I don't work as much to give her her hours, you know. And she's a friend of a friend. I she's a jet. Yeah. And then my son, he keeps away from trouble. And, you know, he's homeschooled, so... It works out for everybody for you. He's got to be close to graduating, huh? Yeah, he's he's got to be 18 in March. Done then? Graduated? Oh, no. He, he probably should graduate earlier than that. Earlier than... <coughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. He, he should be graduating by his, by his birthday. That's some tasty butter. What was it? Uh, blueberry cookies. Blueberry cookies from yeah. where? Uh, 
got it at Grass Station, but it's from Last Frontier Joint Operations. Oh, nice. They're down in uh, Ketchikan. Super smooth. Yeah, they grow a bunch of, uh, it was a Frost Farms and Anchorage. They have a bunch of genetics that they are pushing out. He was expanding his grow, so they're kind of pushing their old genetics to him. He's growing them out, and then Frost Farms is growing new stuff. You know, it's a trip. The other day I went to a store that I'm not going to mention the name. And they gave me a joint and I was looking for the spots where you tear them up. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, and they didn't use the machine to seal it. So I'm like, no way. And I open it just like a sandwich bag. Like they never, I'm like, man, they could have gotten in so much trouble. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Are they supposed to have it sealed so you got to rip the, yes, the use a pre-roll? I uh, I went got a two gram bag from another shop today. I won't say the name, but it wasn't one of the ones that I worked at. Um, it usually just the net weight on the package, in the lower thirty percent. I'm like looking everywhere on this bottle for the thirty, like for the uh, net weight on there. I'm like, huh? It's not on there. Like maybe it doesn't have to be on there. So I'm gonna go back and read like the rules and regulations. That is funny when you see certain things come out yeah. and you're like, well, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, and I'm just like, huh, because I mean, I would expect this, these people to be doing it, you know, I'm top notch. Or get caught. Right, yeah. when you see other people. Yeah, I'm just like, huh, all right, well, that's cool. But then again, you know, we're all humans, we make mistakes. Maybe they just forgot to put it on this batch. Yeah, who knows? Who might have judge? I made mistakes too. So. Oh, right. I'm doing something on the computer. Yeah. Document doesn't come out right. Yeah, like they put 0.5 instead of 0.5G or something stupid like that. Like, or AM instead of PM, something stupid. Like, I don't know. What about yours? What's the biggest mistake you see in the canna industry right now? Yeah, what about you, Victor? What? What's the biggest mistake you see in the canna industry? I'm curious. Related to to like packaging? Anything. Or? Anything with legal weed. Like, what do you think is going wrong with it? Uh, what's going wrong with it? Legal weed. Really, the taxing. That's not really good. Taxing? Yeah, the taxing. Tax structure. Um, the... I don't know, I just think having like the the blueprints and everything, like making it public information. Yeah, I'm so stupid. Like, I think that's kind of odd. Like, with inspections? No, like, so if you wanted to go look up the floor plan for any cultivation or retail, you can go on the state website and Ooh, go through no. the licensing paperwork. Find out how to get into places. Yeah. Their business plan. Know yeah. where their camera is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bro, it's, it's weird. It's not a good look. Like, do you still have to do that? Did that change or did that still? Uh, I don't deal with licensing, so, you know, like, that could have gotten changed for all I knew. But last time I, I did, right? it was... Yeah, at the beginning it was like that. Yeah. That's nuts. There have been a few robberies. Surprise, not more. So keep keep people happy and everyone off your ass. You got nothing to worry about. Do you think it's... I I was talking to someone before, too. Do you think it's more of a... Um, that's a good point. How do I explain this situation? Um, 
I was talking to someone about stores getting robbed and things, and he was saying there's certain stores in in town that will because they invite that on themselves, or they uh, kind of close to what you're saying, and I can't quite find it. Like, um, what did you say? You remember what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, That's some good cookies. Good cookies. Blueberry cookies. That they like, may have done done wrong to people. Oh yeah, done something dirty. Yeah, like some people you wouldn't do wrong to. The people that are going to do wrong aren't going to do wrong to those people for whatever reason, but they will do wrong to these kind of people. I mean, for some I, reason, there's some people that seem protected no, from I, crime, and I just feel like it's a small town, and when things go wrong or things go bad, people talk. But it's just whoever's associated with whoever, and, you know. Associations. I guess I, I really don't know what I'm going with that. But. No, I mean it's who you hang out with, right? It's like karma. You decide to hook your horse to. Yeah, it's karma. Like I feel like if you go about everything with a level headed and you treat everyone the right way, and you don't do shady business with anyone, you shouldn't have anything to worry about. If you treat customers like they're the MVP every single time they walk into the store, you should have nothing to worry about. Who's a top cultivator that's like that? Like I like Warner Brothers. I know they just seem the way they act. I've heard their the way they operate business, the way they do business. Good people. Oh, there's a lot there, of people out there. Like, what's an example of one? Like, who do we definitely want to be buying out there? Oh man, I can't single out people. Okay, well, you're not single now. You're not <laughs> saying it's bad. You're saying one's good. No, if I name one cultivator, don't name fair. the other ones, and that's not that's, that's not true. fair for them. There's a lot of good different cultivators out there, a lot of good people, a lot of good business. Right? You've always been good about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to play favorites. Yeah, you, you, even asking favorite strains, you go that route. All right. I like the gray 50s is fire. Yeah. <laughs> is that one that you've grabbed before? Yeah. So you were intentionally bringing that one? I just, I usually bought like, everything that comes to the shop I've tried, so... Once I try it once, I usually just go to the same three or four and just rock with what works. What are your three four? Man, my blueberry cookies is good. Alaskan blackberry is good. Um, we had a strain called It's It. That was really good. Um, and the fourth one. It's a curveball. Fourth one's up in the air. Just depends. Depends what's on the show. Uh, could be Maynard cookies. Could be uh, could be Monkey Punch. Is there some uh, really famous strain right now? Not a famous strain, but like really popular strain going around. Like it seemed like white white Tahoe cookies was like maybe a year ago. I was just hearing that all over the place. Yeah, some nice strain? bucket were really popular for a while. Um, the concentrate. It's a strain. Yeah. Oh, I just assumed that it was. I always hear associated with concentrate. No, it's in flower that um, same person grows white tonic. Yeah, services that grow. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. really popular. Moon cabbage was popular for a while from Tangana. All right. The manor cookies. They don't have much of a 
I don't see much of them anymore, like marketing wise or things. Are they? They're on shelves. They're definitely on shelves. They're just this, they're just standard good quality. Yeah, I mean, they've been there Proven. since day one and and steady, consistent. But have you They had uh, thoughts of getting some big operation going, but I didn't. I think they're still in the works of it. Yeah, it's just slowing down. If I'm not mistaken, you got the big old grow over there, small grow, so small shop, big shop. They got retail coming and all that other stuff. How are your dogs feeling about moving? Uh, don't fine. know. They don't. They don't get weird until they uh, until they see the luggage cases coming out of the closet. You know, like, shit, where are you going? And then you just tell them car ride, and they're oh shit, hopping in. We get to go. Yep. So. You know, one of the Tanaha guys is helping him get down the bridge. So. Oh, He's going to drive the U-Haul with the car towed behind him on the trailer. I'm not going to drive you with a car with the two dogs in it. What are you going to miss about Fairbanks? Some of the people, for sure. For sure. Uh, definitely miss grass station. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of the little food spots out here. Like your cheese sticks really good. Nick's, uh, I had one of his, what was it, Badger Burger. Oh man, yeah, dude, I'm happy he got a food truck. What is that one? Uh, was it one more bite between the bones? Yeah, his spot's really good. And, you know, Lobel's is always fire. Um, I ate at the diner again. Always go to the diner like, every Saturday. Or yeah, Sunday I like the diner. Get food over there. It's always consistent, good. Uh-huh. Um, it's diner food. Yeah, can't go wrong. And then food factories usually pretty good every now and again. Yeah, just those spaces that you always hit for as, yeah. as growing up here. Well, I didn't grow up here. Well, you were you were in high school or middle school, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Where, what term did you, did you, where'd you play basketball? I thought you played basketball Call before. Did you, then how did you connect with Pacalolo? He used to be my AAU coach. So my uh, comp basketball coach. Like summertime? Yeah. Like you were just, was he down there in Anchorage? Like we pulled kids from all over the state. And then we would all meet in the valley and practice for like five, six weeks and then fly out. Shit, I didn't know that. So we would all like... I was thinking you were up in here. We'd always have like four players from Paul Nawasola call me. And then each one of those four players would always house two or three kids from either like North Pole, Lathrop, Soldatna, Anchorage, you know, whatever. Anchorage kids commute back and forth. But, uh, and then we practice for four weeks and then ship out. That's what I happened. But I came up here in 2016. 2016? Yeah, August 2016. Right then, summer. Like Georgia or Alabama or Southeast? Missouri. Close. Missouri. Missouri for a while. Do you miss anything about that? Some of the people, maybe? <laughs> people again, right? I mean, you always miss people. people. There's always been people up where you go. Yeah, definitely always make your connections. Um, some of the food, oh man, like Five Guys burgers and fries. I have, oh, I keep hearing about. It. I've never eaten there. Dude, Sonic. Uh, I've eaten there a few times. Emo's Pizza in San Luis. You get the barbecue in Kansas City. Been across country many times. Man, like there's some good food in Missouri. That's Okay, food. Yeah, good food. Yeah, I'm from Pennsylvania, and I miss food. I have a bland taste, too. Like, I hate spicy food and stuff like that, but I feel like good barbecue is, like, you don't need any sauce or, like, 
extra shit on there. Season it, you marinate it right, you cook it right. Yeah, it's just like far out the bones. Well, yeah, anything. Do you just bring Victor? Do you bring your world to you? Because I saw you were you had your grandmother's salsa recipe the other day. Like, what do you miss from your lands? Same thing. Like food, said, and food and people. That's it. I don't miss the weather. Too hot. <laughs> I lived in Hawaii for a while. So I'm so I'm you. I was in Hawaii for three months home. Oh, that is. Oh, yeah. You're barely blunt. You yeah. got created on the It's too hot. Nice though. It's good to chill over there, but not to work. Yeah. Well, see, I wasn't working over there. So. My mom had this uh, station over there working. There you go. One of you guys can roll one up. Frozen North Farms. Duct tape. Hi, I'm Hippie Aaron at Frozen North Farms. Here at our family-owned and operated farm, we hand trim and water our fine cannabis. We are small craft harvest, so the next time you're at your local dispensary, ask your favorite bud tender for Frozen North Farms products when you're looking for Hippie's quality stash. Frozen North Farms. What is it? Duct tape. Nice. Says it's um. Or a paper you want hemp wrap. Glue. So hemp wrap. I tell the hemp wrap. And dosy do. So it's got those cookies in it. Yeah. 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 I've been buying those by the entire box. You a special deal? Yeah, I mean they're a lot cheaper than <laughs> by the entire box. So. Just Amazon. Or something. I know uh, our bookkeeper. Yeah. She mm-hmm. buys the paraphernalia and stuff like that. So. Whatever she goes to her product orders for the week or for the month, whatever. I'll just have her get extra X amount of boxes. Just like, how much are these? Uh, I don't know. Or like, how much is a two pack of $1.99 or something like that? Yeah. $1.99. $1.99 for two. Or I can buy an entire box for 10 to 12 bucks. It comes with 15 packs nice. in there. Every pack's about four. Yeah, if you're using it. And you can put a lot of weed in them. So I smoke more, but. You've saved your lungs, the mix of tobacco. Yeah. Which I think is a fair trade. Yeah. I'd rather spend more money on weed than on tobacco. You win some, you lose some. Did you ever smoke six? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Not my forte. This stuff from Hindi. Uh huh. All right. Just got tested. You got test results back today. Really? 20.4. Were the terps it? Don't know. He didn't tell me terps. So you might not have got those. Come on, man. No. I think it's a limited cultivator. Do you pay that extra test? Hell yeah, you pay that extra test. Why? Because then you throw it on your price and you sell it. Well, I guess, but he's already getting a fair price. A better price than he feels other places. So. But yeah, I guess it ends up being that way, right? You can call it whatever you want. Whatever your the end number. I feel like it sells better if it has I agree to be arm certain. So, but then again. Do, do, do a lot of people look at it? I look at it because it's there. I see it. I notice it. a lot it. of people look at it. It's about your bartenders talk about it. Uh, the marketing of it. If your bartenders aren't talking about it, then why should the consumer ask about it? Right. If you're only showing them THC and CPD, well, guess what? You should only expect them to come and ask about THC and CPD. And if it's not readily available, if you can't see it 
And yeah. now if you're posting about terpenes, the lineage, and who it came from, now that creates more time for conversation. Right. Not if you're just trying to get people in and out, like I totally understand, but I just feel like it creates an extra selling point. So, to each their own. I think he's a small farm. So, just I think he used to get it, you know, as a, because, you know, he loves just um, being proud of his herb. Church, yeah. So, I, I, he's gotten a lot. So maybe he has. He grows good wheat. Those turtles. I can't imagine like losing a crop, like sure. what it must do. Oh, and and all of them do, right? All of them are losing crops or plants or something. I'm sure everyone's had a mistake or two. Yeah, just I'm not on that side of the fence yet, so can't really see it. I only saw it at Pocololo, and uh, yeah, causes a lot of problems. Set my tea on that one. Only had once. It was fucking seeds. My whole, you know, I only grow six. I grow my hydro. They get, you know, I get pretty decent. But the whole, I don't know, so got seeded one nail slipped through, or someone came. No, I mean, on. yeah, that's what I think it happened because there's no way I had the same thing going on. Someone came like, in there and the <laughs> pulling everywhere. I don't know what, or I don't know if I, I didn't think of, I, I had this crops going five, four crops before this, and then boom, the six plants all could have been a light leak, could have been a light not coming on something, you know, something crazy, but, and he haven't done it since. And Did it happen quick? I got rid of the, of the everything, and then, uh, yeah, it started up again, and it haven't, haven't happened again then. At least it wasn't spider mites. No, yeah. Or mold. Mm. Yes. Or E. coli. Mm. I'm hearing so, about that one. Could be a lot worse, right? Uh, Oof. Did you hear about that, Victor? E. coli? Yeah, pipes. I guess pipes break in and spraying on some things. Allegedly. I Accusations know. in ACR. I I'm not on that. I'm, no. I'm at the original grass station. So I'm not about all those issues. Never heard of that. Sewage piping? What's that? Was it sewage piping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some goo goo and some toilet paper. Some dookie. Oh no! <laughs> that one. That's a terrible story, guys. Terrible story. <laughs> well, anyway, I know. I yeah. I know. I didn't smoke any of it, but you know, people did. I didn't buy any of it, so. <sighs> so you guys didn't have any. Nope. I know three stories in Fairbanks who did though. Oh shit! Man, that's bad. Who? Spell it. And I'll oh, say I'm not gonna air people out. So they still sell this ganja? No, no, no. I just, I know three, like, there were three places in town who carried this guy's weed out. And I can say that it was not one of our stores. And when it came out, it came out, this stuff has already been gone, smoked. Right? It's not like a new issue. It happened months ago. Yeah. Someone just brought it to light now. Unless there's, like, some shrimp floating around or someone blasted it in the concentrates. Right. So I'm not... Some real crumble. See, that's the that's the bad thing in the legal industry that that's happening because you should be able to trust it. You should yeah. be able to trust that what you're getting. Well, I, I mean, it's like because you got some people who want to come in and use it as medicine, but can't. So, like, realistically, yeah, they should be growing their own, but not everyone's 
accessible to grow their own. Or you can't. Even if yeah. you are accessible, so you, you can't grow. High, yeah. <gasps> so it's hard. It so takes a lot of time to buy something that they know is tested, quote unquote. But really, it's not being tested for certain. Things. And pay a premium price. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, but the state's got to step that up the, the testing regulations and whatnot. Pesticides and stuff aren't being tested, right? Yeah. So it's easy to grow weed. <laughs> not for everybody. It's really hard I've to tried. grow good weed. Ah, good point. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. Good point. You know this guy. Because I remember my first plot, and I was like, oh, what? You're like, it's not what I'm used to getting. He said, just put this on, and it was the lighting. What the f-? You know? A spindly thing, like a long, tall thing. See, luckily for me. The buds, that's what I used to. When I first got up here in 2016, like, that was my first time growing. So, <laughs> the original grower, who was a popular love, when they first opened up, they were putting out some <coughs> um, He was showing me like how to grow and what to do, what not to do, kind of teaching me things that he had learned over the years, stuff like that. And uh, Nice rap. <laughs> so when I went home and started growing, my first crop was fire. I was like, man, this is legit. That's how you do this? And then I quit growing for like a year, year and a half. I threw my lights back up. I was like, oh, I'm going to get back into it. When I grew a crop, I was like, man, it's some fucking mids. What the <laughs> hell am I going to do with this? Like... Oh, at least I'm the only one smoking it, so whatever. Made made good blunt mix of weed. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter how bad your own weed is. Because you know you grew it. So yeah. there's nothing around. I knew I paid the electric bill for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Get some value out of it. But growing is fun. It is. It's a good experience. It teaches you some responsibility. If you, if you don't take care of them. It shows. It shows big time. If you do take care of them, you give it the care and love that it needs, it shows. I didn't really start growing good ganja till, till I start helping somebody and they taught me with their you system. With their system, you know. That's when I started following <laughs> the system and like you said, like, you're not lazy and stay on them. Mm-hmm. Did you have someone helping you right along with you? No, I was helping the guy, that, and that's how I learned, you know. Uh, I didn't run hydro before I met that guy, old school, old timer. He got me on that irrigation system. And the little details that people don't pay attention, that's when shit goes wrong. Like what? Like your pH? Plus, or let's say for in this system, not being clean enough on that tank, you know, stuff grows in the tank. If you're not cleaning up after a last grow, every, no, every you know, in this system is every week that you change tanks, you gotta give it a nice little like allergy, and yeah, yeah, like all that, or else you'll pay for it later with stuff growing in there that's not supposed to, you know, stuff like I don't know. Till I follow a system, is what I'm saying, is when I start seeing like, oh, shit, I can grow something. Yeah. Oh, you smoked some of that herb that I back when we first met at my house. Huh? That's the one that two or three crops after that is when he got all of them got seeds. <coughs> Forgot what it was, but anyways. Let me think. I remember you telling me. That was me. the first time I've ever, you know, because like I said, 
following someone's system, if you do it by the steps, everything should run smooth, right? Yeah. And, and he did. Proven I mean, theories. And I think where I fucked up is too much traffic of people that grow. You know, you know you're proud of your baby, so it's like your homies are growing and somebody had to go, I don't know, but I remember you know. my first clone ever got the Fairbanks Cannabis Network from somebody. It was at one of those uh, huh. uh, rallies for the uh, for the boat. Huh? And uh, I got a clone and I set it outside my car. So, all right, well, I'm going to go do this thing, you know, for the next 30, 45 minutes. Come back, get it, take it home. So, go home. Go back to my room like an hour later. I'm like expecting it like up and down, looking all relief. And I see it all. My, I'm like, oh, hell not. Go like this or blood it. I'm like, oh, no, this thing's got to go. Like, boot it out into the woods. I'm just like, I will never, ever take a clone from anyone else Fuck. ever again. I will, from now on, I want to, like, pop seed and, like, grow my own shit from the seed. Because I am not having someone who's careless give me a clone. Yeah. I just want it because of the genetics that it supposedly is. Like, no, you go ahead and order the seeds online and... Wait a week and get them here and pop them myself. <laughs> That's if you can find them, right? <coughs> so, yeah. Never take clones from anyone unless you really, 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 really trust them. Good advice. Or learn the hard way. And burn your entire crop because you got spider mites and all that. I'm not growing right now, bro, so you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, me either. I'm a summertime grow at this point. I was busy in summer. So I'm going to have me a good Christmas this Christmas. There you go. Mm. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway as you're hitting the lakes in the summer or about this trip on the way out of town. Stock up on those special in-house strains. Taffy, sourdough, fruity pebbles, Bruce Banner, green crack. Always a $5 pre-roll and special and $10 grams. Concentrates, buy good cannabis, good titrations, edibles, AK Frost, good cannabis gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. 9 p.m., Sunday noon to 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis, your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Man, I put my room away. Because a friend from back home was going to come and visit to spend, you know, a little summertime here. And the guy never came. So I'm like, I had this room for... You could have been. Yeah, you I could have had some, in. already a couple, a couple, a couple of crops in between, but no. It's one of those bodies you get that, yeah, yeah man, I'll, I'll, I'll get the ticket, I'll get the ticket. And that time never came. Oh, shit.
You had a whole room. Oh no, cleaned no, up. my bad. What? You had a whole room cleaned up. You yeah. activated. That's yeah. a whole grow room. It's going back again. It's good now. It's actually easier for me in the winter time just to put the sort of temperatures. You got any plans of expanding your uh, your cheesesteak company? At uh, the moment, right now. I've, you know, like we're, 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 every single time I pass by the old you know, the children's parking lot. Yeah, well, well I think line. that we look before we got out of the other place, we were looking for restaurants, but they're all in the whatever's available, it's like old, man. Yeah. You know? So I think what we're gonna do what we're gonna do next is buy a piece piece of property in a corner somewhere where it's good traffic and Start with a truck there, and then we, you know, little time build something new yeah. building. Yeah, you know, it goes on small, like the size, you know, ten tables, small little building, but brand new, no problems with leaves or. Oh yeah, why waste the money on something old when you know you're gonna have to fix it? Uh, that's what we got out of the other restaurant. You know, it was just problem after problem: electrical, heating. Frozen pipes. You miss talking to your customers, though, don't you? Yeah, I miss. I miss that little. A little. The vibes. You know, people hanging out out there. Right. But, in, but other than that, all the other stuff I don't miss. You know. Shoot, man, next summer, easy to find you a little spot with the truck and set up some tables and stuff like that. I know where you can do that at. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get you set up. But, uh, you know, you got a good thing going on. Some other reason I'm excited about going back to Anchorage. More food options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some new places to eat down there. Like what? What do you want? What do you want to go for? Oh, like, yeah. Where you can start? Pizza. Lisa Sue, of course. Like Fire. I like Leroy's. Because they got chicken and waffles there. I love some good chicken and waffles. Lucky <laughs> um, Wishbone. Snesky Cafe. <coughs> oh, this is good. Just ready to be around people, too. And you're young. You want to be around some more action, huh? I mean, not even that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty, like, introvert. Like, I don't do much. I sit at home and just hang out with the dogs. And I was watching the football game before I came So what's taking you to Anchorage? Just opportunity. I mean, I got my grandparents in New York. A little bit more opportunity. Um, Must have been a good offer. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, like I said, that. we're like we are talking earlier, an expert. Yeah, You're getting good. paid for your experience. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, just ready to be... Like, I mean, for instance, like Thanksgiving will be right around the corner. We we'll go have Thanksgiving with my grandparents. That's to where the last three Thanksgivings I've been here by myself. Mm-hmm. My dog is just like chilling. Unless I got invited to someone's house, like the day of, the day of, the day before. <laughs> I got some leftovers. Like, hey, you can take me so much. Like, oh, shit, thanks. But, uh, you know, just being close to some family can be nice. Do you have any family up there? Me? Just my kids and my wife. Yeah. Military. 
My mom's in South Korea, and my dad's in Chicago. South Korea, what's going on in South Korea? Uh, she is, she's a civilian, I hope she doesn't want to be. Is she Korean? Yeah. Are you? She's white. Yeah. Is she working there? Got a good deal. Man. Got a good oh. thing going. Getting paid for her expertise. Hey, yeah, see the world. That's crazy, huh? right? Living all the way over there. Yeah, I mean, she went from like, what, the Anchorage area, out here, she went to Hawaii. Now she's in South Korea. What does she do? Oh, it's shit. Yeah, it's some boring military. Makes stuff. money in oh military shit. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, civilian work, military stuff in South Korea. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Doing something interesting. She's a yeah. <laughs> Mixed she said, you know, why are you talking about me? I'm going to want to talk to No. All that you're talking about, that was not me. I drove from Seattle or Tacoma, Washington, but all the way down to Fayette, Missouri. That was quite a drive. Yeah, cross-country trips are fun. Right, we do them all the time. It was interesting, man. It was my first time, like, I hadn't spoken to you that long. Didn't know where I was going to get weed from in Missouri. Mm. I was scared shitless. That already sounded scary. Getting weed in Missouri sounded sketch as hell. If you, you, you feel me? So, <laughs> so, like, I didn't start smoking weed until after my first semester of college. So, like, 2000, 2010, and 2010. No. I graduated in May 2010, went to college, came back, which is great December, yeah, so December 2010. When I first started smoking, so I'm talking about maybe Marchish of 2012. I'm doing this cross country drive. I need some weed, so I'm I'm taking weed with me. I had like an ounce and a half with me in a locked box in the trunk, like hoping that I wouldn't get pulled over. And I'm driving a black on black Impala, 20 inch rims, blacked out. For it. Like bro, I, so every every like little <laughs> hick country park town that I go through, man. I rolled the windows all the way down because I had like 12% tint on my windows, man. Like, it was not a fun drive. Let me tell you that much. You yeah. made it? No, no conflicts? Nope. No conflicts. I made it. Didn't get pulled over. Thankfully. I mean, there's a couple of like speed traps that I passed by, but I like to go to the speed limit, so I kind of had that going for me. All my lights work. Thankfully, I got camouflage on, so. <laughs> you passed the test. Half of it. It's half the battle. That's half the battle, unfortunately, how fucked up that is. Yeah. But I got to Fayette, Missouri, in the first week I was there. You bet your ass I got pulled over. Yeah. Um, ID, registration. Insurance. Oh my gosh. Hey, here you go, officer. How you doing today? Just for nothing? Just driving? Oh, he said I didn't stop at a stop sign. I like, clearly um, stopped. But, like I said, black on black car, black rims, dark gas tan, windows are up, music bumping, but you got subwoofers in there. Like, I haven't seen your car in this little town of 1,200 people. Yeah. 
you're getting pulled the, over. This is the one that brings the drugs. Yeah, yeah. That's the beginning of first blood. He, you, you bet your ass. He's like he had a he had a bus that night. He's like, oh, this is the one, fellas. Like we got him. Like, nope. Sorry, just officer. like you've seen on TV. Yep. Sorry, officer, but I am not the one. I was shipping too, but I just got done smoking like an hour and a half ago, so like I was still kind of high, but like not that visibly so, but yeah. high enough to be tripping. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. And you got through? I got through it. Missouri is not a place so that I would recommend for any stoner, so they got a good rep. That's all I got to say. Missouri was a good learning experience. That's where I learned a lot of my detail. <laughs> got me to work retail up here, so. The food industry, that seems fun though, man. That's high pace, high, like, fast pace, like, hands always moving, feet always going. Yeah. You know, it's, when it's a regular, regular day, it ain't bad. When it's, you know, like, when it's a busy day, it's not bad. But when it's like an event busy, like, that's when it's like at the fair. Yeah, yeah. that's nuts. <laughs> Stuff like that's nuts. That's when you need like some extra. Oh, Sundays is when you enjoy it, when you're like, you check your bank account or whatever. <laughs> but, oh man. Like, football. Like, I keep squeezing the back of my knees just because, you know, from work yesterday and stuff. Just bouncing around back and forth. But I guess every job you got, like when I used to work construction, it was my shoulders. Now my shoulders don't hurt at all, you know. It's like from standing. Yeah. Something's got to give, right? Something. Especially, yeah. You should check that out repetitive the, shit. They make those uh, make compression sleeves. Yeah. Where's some of those? Well, and then from jiu-jitsu, I popped both my, both my knees from jiu-jitsu. So... I think that's what started it, you know? Slapping myself with my own foot. <laughs> take it easy, man. I take it easy. <laughs> that was like 10 years ago. I'm here trying to kick you little heads off. No, it's funny. It was a. Uh, got a guy in this guard and you get your foot right here in front of you, right? And you're trying to choke this guy like that. Well, he pushed on my foot, and what my knee did was. So I slapped myself. I'm right here. The guy was like, <laughs> right here. I'm trying to. And the guy pushed himself away with my foot. So, like I said, I slapped myself. <laughs> and man, I'm telling you, right away, I'm like, he's the one that. Oh, shit. Sorry, bro. In training. That was the first one. And then the second one was in a tournament. Oh, pulling my leg out of a submission. The guy had a good grip on it. When do you stop? Do you just keep on going? With a knee? No, no, no. As, as a man. Fighting. Training. Oh. I, uh... I don't roll, like, like for, for fighting no more. So it's, like, a different pace. I just still go for... Health. Yeah, and I'm trying to get... I got 12 years in it. And I get two more str- I'll be a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu here as soon as I get that, you know. Yeah. So I just want to get that, but I don't roll like I used to, like. Fighting, sparring. You got over there where I train at Frostbite, you got guys that are like 
rolling like the fighters that got a cage fighting and all that yeah. or going to tournaments you got that pace then you got the guys in the middle like me that you know want to roll and all that but you're not getting out of hand yeah, you know and then you got the guys at the end <clears throat> where it's like just technique and not really much rolling because either they have an injury which is where I'm going to end up you know in a couple of years uh, <laughs> but teaching at least you know oh, but I don't know it's like I don't get on that pace no more unless somebody gets out of hand. But that usually doesn't happen there, you know. And at the gym, she's pretty, people are pretty respectful and shit. But yeah, there's a pace for everybody though. Right in the middle, right now, <laughs> just getting out. Like I said, man, those three days of that rush, I'm feeling it on my old bones. It's about THC top, There you go. I got some. Some my wrestling ball. Yeah. Use it? Yeah. I used to my wrist and my knees. And the side of the legs. Yeah. I was kind of like thrown off when I saw the top of this for the first time. So, I don't know about that. Oh, you can feel it too. Oh, man. Set that shit on. That feels like a cloud. Man, this feels good. Like, a THC or a CBD? THC. THC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like five milligrams? It's tingly. Okay. The entire thing is uh, 400 by 86 milligrams. Where is this from? Full Creek. Is it, um, how can it be four, how can it be that many milligrams? You, you can't eat it. Yeah. So I don't know the top of it. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like the baller jars and baller slabs are 5,600 milligrams. You can't eat that. You can smoke it. So, therefore, it's allowed to be bigger than 15 milligram packages. Yeah, gotcha. So, I mean, you could, like, you have to check melt, it out. You can melt the top of it down or something if you really wanted to, but it'd be kind of a waste. You go full strong with uh, Alaska Cheesecake Company? Literally. Like, all through winter? Uh, no, I think to weather lets us. You know, because we got that. How much more do you, are that, we going to see Alaska Cheesesteak Company on? Probably till the way it looks like until the end of November. Wow. Right. This weather stays like it's the way it's been. Then you come back when you're ready to come back in the spring? April. No, March. Around March. Well, what do you do all winter? Fix your house? Do some construction projects in your house? That and then uh, I think I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to get me some. Uh, I was thinking about going back to work because I'm still in my a union member, you know, the shipment workers union. So I was thinking about you know, going back, working on that, or 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 uh, working in some cultivation. Uh, so I was gonna go and get my really yeah, get your card, yeah, and see Janice card. See what's you know. See what's out there for me. Yeah, if somebody's... I'm not 100% sure what I want to do right now, but I was thinking about it. That would be cool. Just to even get in the ground floor and just learn about what's going on. Yeah. So if everything goes, you know, I might even get something going myself. Whatever, but... Awesome. Just cool to learn somebody else's system. Get some knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, I've been running... (laughs) 
just being around it all the time. It's never, never too late to pick up new tricks. No. You always learn something new. Something might work better. Something that might improve what you're doing. Like, you might learn some things that don't, aren't working, that don't yeah. work. And you know how to take that with you. So. And Chris, where are you headed again? Down Anchorage to? Treehouse. Treehouse. It sounds cool. Sounds yeah, like office. Thanks again, guys, for joining me on this experiment. All stars, bringing two people together, having a normal session together, and uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Hey, hey! Thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Token. Here's Token.